It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. November 11th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore F. LA Panthers, and thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. You can also follow the national show Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. So in this episode of Locked On Panthers, this one we're going to have to start on a little bit of a bad note, if you want to call it a bad note, Um, but some newsworthy things to talk about based on the ongoing investigation with the Chicago Blackhawks and Kyle Beach and John Doe too. And why am I bringing this up? Well, just a few days ago, the mother of John Doe 2 decided to speak out on the matter. And why I'm bringing this up a few days later is that the Florida Panthers had a few uh, back-to-back games the last few days. So a little uh, busy talking about the games there uh, versus this. But now with an off day with the Florida Panthers uh, on an off day traveling from New Jersey to Pittsburgh, I still wanted to touch on this uh, subject uh, based on what continues to be ongoing, uh, developing story within all of this. And so Kyle Beach's mother goes with on with Rick Westhead, doesn't reveal her identity, her face, just the back and forth. There's a backdrop of, of nothing uh, every time Rick Westhead ask a question to her you just hear a voice you don't hear a name John Doe too hasn't been identified and that's his right whether he wants to be identified or not but just hearing it from a mother's perspective and seeing her hearing excuse me her cry based on having to hear that about what their her son had to go through about not only the act of Bradley Aldrich, and go ahead and uh, watch the interview some, but there are trigger warnings for everyone, by the way, that there is some gruesome content based on that interview uh, with Rick Rested and the mother of John Doe 2. And not only the act of what Bradley Aldrich did to assault the 16-year-old boy from 
Michigan after being let go from the Blackhawks. But what happened after? What the acts of John Doe 2 in result with going coping mechanisms is what I mean by that because of trauma sustained by Bradley Aldrich and Kyle Beach talked about it as well based on his coping mechanisms and these traumas that people go through and their behaviors in result of it are so real and we need to recognize that more and the worst part of it all is when Commissioner Bettman was asked about providing financial support for the victim, for John Doe 2, he said that, oh, we'll leave it up to the Blackhawks. And it just continues to, because if they were to pay for therapy for John Doe 2, it's them admitting that they were in the wrong. And saying, oh, we'll leave it up to the Blackhawks. It's like continuing to this cycle of passing on, oh, I don't want to deal with it. Let these people deal with it. And it's like, come on, man. And something that I heard today from the Athletic Hockey Show, uh, Julian McKenzie um, from The Athletic spoke about this, that Kyle Beach, this act by Bradley Aldridge is... Just so nuts that of all 11 overall picks ever in the National Hockey League in the last 50 years, Kyle Beach is the only one to have never played an NHL game. And the different variables that happen based on someone not making it is more than just performance. It's more than just talent. It's more than just work ethic. We don't talk about the trauma that someone goes through mental health when it comes to talking about that out loud i and i and i'm asking a question out loud too why is there a freaking stigma around it why is there so much of it you know why it's because we can't see it that's why we can't see mental health struggles we can only hear somebody talking about it and we just brush it off and say oh you're a great person you're fine but you don't you just don't know what's going on in that person's head and we as human beings the truth is we have connection issues and that's really what it comes down to and i was thankful to sit down in a roundtable discussion with my fellow Locked On host on this whole situation, which will be, we will be released later this week on the whole situation about what's wrong with hockey culture and all that. And once it's released, I will definitely post the link on the Twitter page. Um, for those listeners who are not on Twitter that would like to know about it, um, I will announce it here once it is released because I want you to hear more in depth because th- this is more than just 
a hockey issue. This is a human connection issue about if somebody that you know went through this and they're going through a struggle and you want to give them a hug and say, that happened to my friend. That happened to somebody close to me. And that is the issue in all of this. We have a hard time connecting with other people, feeling other people's pain. And of course, it, it's hard for us to feel somebody's struggle. I, I get it. But when we start to listen more, that's when we will come up with a solution to for these things to never happen again. And I know that's very oversimplistic, but it's just the truth when it comes to just normal human communication about the ability to be vulnerable. And John Doe 2's mom had that opportunity to be vulnerable. And I applaud her hearing her cry. And the fact that Gary Bettman just sits there with a straight face to just be so cold hearted to John Doe 2 and his family. By the way, I, this is in the interview with John Doe 2's mom, but John Doe 2 is currently working at a job that doesn't provide the benefits in order for him to get the help that he needs. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, how can you have a resource when you talk about resources for multiple players, not just in the NHL? When, you when you're the commissioner and you announce it, but then to provide support, you turn a blind eye and you turn your back on it. I, I just, I'm just starting to think the, N the NHL doesn't care, really, that they don't and that they're more continuing to protect themselves and the Blackhawks more about it. I hope, I can only hope that the, that the Chicago Blackhawks do the same with John Doe 2 providing that support for therapeutic help because that would help John Doe 2 definitely to help him get to the other side of it. I, I know we can't take away what, what happened, but in order to be more comfortable with themselves after all that happened and that, is just the most disgusting thing in all of this. And well, with more stuff breaking, of course, we'll talk more about it, but I wanted to start off the show with that. And again, I challenge you to listen to that interview and try to feel the emotion of John Doe 2's mother as she's has to go through something terrible. You bring somebody into the world and no way do you expect or anticipate anything like that happening to your own. So just put yourselves in the, their position. So we're going to transition to the next segment where we will talk about more of the Florida Panthers' 10-2-1 start to the season. So keep it right here on Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, your first listen of the day. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything 
football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From football to basketball to boxing to hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde Herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com with code NHL. Second segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers will be playing against the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight at the PBG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh. So... The Florida Panthers, they're 10 and one and quite a bit of overreactions that I'm seeing on the timeline uh, these past 40 hours based on the Florida Panthers' recent two-game losing streak. And I think about it like this. They're 10 and one A lot of teams would be buying for this kind of start. You think of a team like the Vegas Golden Knights who are missing a top line who, when they're all healthy on paper, they're going to be one of the best in the NHL. Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone, and Jack Eichel when they're all together. Jack Eichel just recently traded from Buffalo over to Vegas. The Colorado Avalanche, they're not off to their uh, best start of the season too. And also... Same thing with um, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay um, went came off to a slow start, but they're creeping up a little bit um, as they start off a little bit slow. Of course, adjusting with losing a whole third line on their roster. But you also got to think about what has come about with this team. With They're winning even with a few minor bumps on the road. Barkoff missed the game. Bennett just came back and scored. The two-way play of Gus Forsling is still extremely impressive and something that I'm looking at more on the ice and paying really pinpointing more as I watch each and every game and watch Gus Forsling on the on the ice. He had a beautiful assist to Owen Tippett right on the doorstep on Tuesday night's game against the New Jersey Devils where Owen Tippett... Uh, got on the score sheet for a, for the first time in quite a few games, uh, his third of the year. And Owen Tippett is kind of a player that is a little bit disappointing um, to start the season, but definitely a, a player that I'm not giving up on because 
of course, preseason doesn't mean anything, but his preseason was really damn impressive. And, of course, that might also be a product of not having all of your line mates around with you. That could be. But, But the way he was able to create his shot early on that that's the disappointing uh part of it so far in this young season and also you one thing i didn't mention um with this Florida Panthers team when especially on Saturday night uh when they faced off against the Carolina Hurricanes um they their AHL affiliate the Charlotte Checkers they uh they they scored uh, seven goals in in a game just recently, um, and some some players in the farm are doing well too. Logan Hutzko is leading the the Panthers prospects at least with eight points. Alexander True is uh, leading all of the checkers in uh, points, but he's a prospect for the Seattle Kraken. Um, Alexi Hepaniemi is tied uh, for the team in goals with three, along with Hudsko and Cole Schwitt. Cole Schwitt has three goals in his last four games, too. Um, so that's they're doing. It's it's happening both on the NHL level and the AHL level too. And Spencer Knight with coming in to the game against Washington. And then starting three straight after that, playing eleven straight periods. Again, he you got to see a little bit of how young he truly is, and that it's going to take time for for him to really find a consistent groove. Because in college, when he played at BC, you just don't get that many games with with college versus the NHL. So he's not used to that kind of workload. And I don't want to sound like a an excuse machine for uh, Spencer Knight, but you got to consider uh, some things for, for him. And Billy Lindsay had a tweet earlier yesterday about Spencer Knight's play. Um, and I'm going to read the tweet to, to you. Quote, failure equals success. A lot of doubters wondering if Knight would have played all of the last two games. What what you do with failure and disappointment defines you. It makes you stronger if you fight through it. For greatness, you have to fail and continue to fight. The kid is going to be great. Close quote. I mean, his last game in Boston College, Spencer Knight looked awful in that one, letting uh, five goals, if I remember correctly. And then as soon as he plays his first game for the Florida Panthers, uh, he only lets one goal in. That was via the power play. And then, of course, you know, 4-0-0. And he suffered his first two regulation losses just in this back-to-back. Sergei Bobrovsky is, of course, uh, expected, hopefully, to play on Thursday. But Spencer Knight's going to be okay. And people might have wondered if Chris Gibson should have gotten a shot uh, in one of these games or Bobrovsky, if he was healthy enough to be the backup, he should be healthy enough to start. But you want to put a little bit of confidence in your guy too. And especially after 
the Florida Panthers let four goals on 18 shots, you the mentality probably for Andrew Burnett was, hey, the best thing that this team could have done was get back out there and play a game um, after what after Igor Sesterkin stood on his head, but didn't happen that way. Didn't ha- didn't have his best game against New Jersey. That was and Christopher Gibson. I understand why uh, Andrew Burnett didn't put him in, and chances are you you don't want to put uh, Christopher Gibson in. And in four games in AHL Charlotte, not looking too good for uh, Christopher Gibson. Uh, Four point three three goals against average. And a save percentage of 882. And he's and that's happening in the AHL. I don't think you want to put him out there. Uh for sure. For sure. I at least I don't. Not off to a, a good start for Chris Gibson uh down in the AHL. So I was looking back at it, no no issue with having Spencer Knight in the crease for that back to back. Sure, it's tough on a goalie to play a back to back. But the Panthers with Bobrovsky expected to be back on Thursday. Um, probably going to play again on Saturday uh, in Tampa if he's healthy enough. Uh, they'll have two days off before they face New York, New Jersey again, and then Minnesota um, come come the week after. So there's going to be a few days off in between, and there's going to be a few uh, days in order to for Spencer Knight to get his mind right too with all of this because I'm sure if anyone is beating themselves up throughout – all of this and is going to work hard to get better. It's going to be Spencer. And we've heard all off season about how his approach has been and how he looks up to Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky's playing great despite, uh, being hurt, uh, this last, this last, uh, almost week now that he's been inactive, but the, the kid's young. And a lot of people are talking about Carter Hart as well about his, regression but Carter Hart is having a, a decent season for the Philadelphia Flyers after having a not so great season last year uh 2.41 uh goals against average 926 too uh for Carter Hart so he's bouncing back quite well after an underwhelming season last year and Philadelphia look um, starting to look like that team that got the number 1 seed in the Stanley Cup playoff bubble just <laughs> just not even 24 months ago. Um, sure, they didn't make the playoffs last year. They didn't win the President's Trophy, but they won the round, round robin uh, part of the bubble to get the number one seed. Um, but they, they, Carter Hart is starting to look better for the Philadelphia Flyers. And uh, again, what Bill Lindsay said, failure equals success what you learn from it is going to define you so not worried about them and not worried about this team too because they still had plenty of chances to score they ran to a really hot goalie in Igor Sturkin. I mean they scored three goals against Mackenzie Blackwood early it, it's just momentum Andrew Burnett talked about it momentum uh they haven't been able to respond to momentum and stop the other team from their momentum swings as well. And it's not going to be often where you're going to see the Florida Panthers let up seven goals in a game. Don't, I don't expect to see that often. 
with with this team. So let's pump the brakes a little bit here, shall we? I'm going to. I'm not freaking out. In the next segment, we're going to preview tonight's matchup as the Florida Panthers play their third game of this four-game road trip. Tonight's matchup will be against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Will they have Sidney Crosby or will they not have Sidney Crosby? I have the answer to that in the next segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your first listen of the day. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on this Thursday. November 11th, 2021, where the Florida Panthers will be facing off against the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight at the PPG Paints Arena. So, this matchup against the Pittsburgh Penguins, they got off to a pretty uh, fast start with uh, Sidney Crosby missing the start of the season due to surgery. As you, If you're a Florida Panthers fan and you watch this team really early on in the season, you uh, saw that Sidney Crosby was recovering from that and that he missed uh, missed uh, time for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Well, came back, and now he is not on the active roster again, this time due to COVID protocol. Didn't play on Tuesday against the Chicago Blackhawks where the Pittsburgh Penguins lost in overtime, and Derek King of the Chicago Blackhawks... Uh, is 2-0-0 as the head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. And I'm not sure how long that will last, but hey, it's a spark that's lit lit up a fire under them f- for Chicago. And I still don't think the team is really that good. But hey, if this uh, lights up a fire and gives them a little bit of momentum, then hey, good for them. I mean, we saw how what happened with the Florida Panthers back in 2016, 2017. I mean, they dealt with a lot of injuries as well uh, that year, but after firing Gerard Gallant and bringing in Tom Rowe, uh, we saw how that uh, turned out. But going back to the Penguins, Sidney Crosby only played one game and then was uh, back on the, uh, in um, back, was on the, placed on the COVID list for, the Pittsburgh Penguins. His only game was October 30th against the New Jersey Devils. And that's it. That's the only game he's played. So he's, and Ron Hextall, GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins, said that the earliest that he expects Sidney Crosby to be back will be on Saturday, which means the Florida Panthers, for the second time this season, will be playing a game against the Pittsburgh Penguins and will not be facing Sidney Crosby the next time after this matchup for the Cats uh, against the Penguins will be back in Pittsburgh on March 8th. So that's th- this is the second of three matchups against the Pens. So despite no Crosby, Malkin is going to be out for a while. Chris Letang has, hasn't played all of the games for Pittsburgh this season as well so he only playing seven games uh this year so a, a lot of the team that Pittsburgh is putting up is mostly from their AHL fill in Wicks Bear Scranton so 
they're uh, they're hobbling a little bit, and they're uh, they're having a, a lot of uh, AHL players uh, there at the moment. I mean, <laughs> they beat uh, Toronto seven to one with mostly AHL players, but after that, um, they lose five to one at home against Tampa Bay. They lose against the Calgary Flames for um, nothing, which Jacob Markstrom uh, is an early candidate for the Vesna, having four shutouts for the Calgary Flames. Former Florida Panther Jacob Markstrom, uh, along with just right behind him is Eli Sorokin of the New York Islanders, having three shutouts. They lose to the Devils um, as, as well. Um, they do beat Philly by by one and lose to a shootout in two consecutive games against the Minnesota Wild and Chicago Blackhawks. So they're a little bit up and down. And it, like this is the fifth straight game that the Florida Panthers will fa- be facing off a Metropolitan di- Division team. And via points percentage, like we've talked about in the last two episodes, everyone's over 500. With the <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins are last in points percentage of all the crammed up teams in the metro right now at 545 uh 4-3 and 4 record for Pittsburgh uh goal differential right at 0 for this team. So this is a team that's hobbling and the Florida Panthers are expected once again to have Sergey Bobrovsky back in net for the cats as he's recovering from his upper body injury and not a lot of uh goals distributed uh based on not there's not one specific player that's leading the team big time in in goals uh their leading goal scorer is Danton Heinen uh with four and there's a whole bunch of players who are are, have three Jake Gensel's one of them because Barry Cap Kapkin and Jeff Carter, former LA King, um, as well. So as far as the goal distribution, it's distributed evenly, but there's not that one player that's carrying the load for this uh, Pittsburgh Penguins team. So that that's really the thing when, when it comes to this team. And Tristan Jari, um, he started the last three games for Pittsburgh. So don't know if we're going to see Tristan Jari in this one or Casey DeSmith. The last time these two teams faced off in Sunrise, Florida, in Florida's first game of the season and Pittsburgh's second because they started off in Tampa to start off the season, it was Casey DeSmith uh, to start this one where the Penguins got up to a 2 nothing lead. Florida scored two, um, four unanswered. Then uh, Pittsburgh scored two unanswered after, and then Florida eventually won in overtime in the first game of the season. So the Florida Panthers could be seeing uh, Casey DeSmith again, a Sidney Crosby-less Pittsburgh Penguins team once again, who is kind of up and down based on this season and have the injury bug. But the the Florida Panthers have had a little bit of the injury bug too, and a lot of teams... uh, have had the injury bug as well uh, this season. I mentioned in the last segment about Vegas going through uh, their fair share of injuries as well. So this is uh, after losing two games in a row on Monday, Tuesday against two Metropolitan Division teams in New York and New Jersey on back-to-back nights. Uh, This is an opportunity for the Florida Panthers definitely to uh, get it right for 
for their third game of this road trip before heading back down to Florida, but a quick stop in the Gulf Coast against the Tampa Bay Lightning, where it'll be the second of the Battle of Florida. So get right game for the Florida Panthers. Hopefully we'll be talking about a win on Friday's show on Locked On Panthers. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time. The Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to listen to the Crosscheck NHL show and Locked On NHL where they'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. And when you're done listening to this episode, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets. Your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's available on all platforms, so follow the Locked On Bets podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.